Clifton Grooms, former KQ2 football tonight for many, many years. You and I worked together probably two years, I think, when I was interning and helping out. And Clifton, now you've kind of ventured into your own path. But uh, first off, um, thanks for coming on. I appreciate that, man. Thank you for giving me the platform, man. Really, really appreciate it. Yeah, of course, anytime. And uh, you've, you've been busy the last month or so. Um, you started your own podcast, kind of started your own platform. Uh, I know you, you did a lot here for us at KQ2 over the years with Ryan Minley, Matt Trenton, everybody through the years. Now you've branched out and made your own platform. Uh, talk a little bit about that and tell us a little bit more about it. Well, um, I started getting into high school football a little bit in 2002, 2003, whenever I was a student at Central High School. And um, whenever I went to the games, I really wanted to study more about the other teams that we were playing. I knew pretty well about our Indian teams that were playing, but I wanted to study about the other teams. So I started becoming a high school football junkie. And about 2003, 2004, 2005, I started um, going to high school football games. Then I would sit like a complete nerd and listen to um, KKWK, Chris Ward's radio station, and listen to their scoreboard show and then listen to football tonight and started watching all the highlights, started getting all the scores and all that stuff, started writing stuff down. And then um, after that, I was like, you know what? I really want to make an impact with all this knowledge I got. So at the end of the 2005 season, I reached out to Ryan Minley. And unfortunately, that season, when I reached out to him, it was the last week of the season. So we really couldn't do much then. But the next season, from 2006 to 2015, I started helping out as like the statistician and scorekeeper of football tonight. And with that, I've built so many good relationships, whether it be with uh, Ryan Minley, who I owe an incredibly amount of debt to. Uh, Bridget Blevins is another one that's really helped me. Lance Snow, um, Matt Tritton, you've even helped me. Um, Chris Ward, Dave Rigger, all those guys. Um, I've been very fortunate enough to really surround myself with great mentorship, really to give myself the confidence really to do something like this. And I was like this summer, cause I wasn't originally going to do this this summer. I was originally going to start it next year, but I figured, you know, with COVID-19 and everything, we need more ways for the viewers, more ways for the listeners and the fans really to get more high school football content in this time that we're in. So I decided to buckle down and um, in life, it don't matter whether you start your own podcast, whether you own your own business or whether you're a sports anchor, you, you have to bet on yourself really to get started. And that's what I did. I could have called you and been like, hey, Chris, do you need any help for this season? And you probably would have opened me with open arms. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to bet on myself here. I'm going to take a swing of the bat. I don't care whether I sink or whether I'm swimming. I'm going to try this, and I'm going to do this to the best of my abilities. And that's where the Cliff Notes podcast was born. You talk about that, and how has it went so far? Like you said, you're, you're fully betting on yourself. I mean, you have the knowledge. You've had the background. I mean, I know how much you've done. I mean, you've been around football here for a long time. Just how has it gone so far? I mean, we've had one week of football, but – Leading up to that, you did a lot of interviews. You've done a lot of different things getting ready. Just how's this going? Well, I think probably the biggest thing for me would have to be, like, actually conducting the interview. Like, you know, trying to get all the, try to get all the nerves, trying to get all the goosebumps away, you know, trying to get those first nerves out of the way, those first couple of interviews you do. 
and you know and it's really starting to progressively get better um asking the right questions you know coaches that you don't know like building those relationships you don't want to ask the wrong kind of questions and stuff like that so you want to so that's something that's always in the back of my mind because that's all, what you do and what I do, you know, it's a relationship building business. Whenever we go out, we do these interviews and we cover these games and stuff like that. That's building the right relationships and, you know, making sure, you know, that you're on good terms and good graces with all the coaches in the area. And there's so many of them. So before we get into the games this week here in week two, how many podcasts, have you done so far with, with, with coaches in the area? I've done 11 or 12. Um, I haven't recorded in a couple weeks, um, but, you know, really because I've had some stuff going on, but now, you know, I'm refocused. I'm re, I'm re-energized. Um, I've had about 11 or 12 interviews. I've done interviews with about 10 or about nine or 10 coaches. And um, Chris Ward and I actually did a, um, a retrospective on the 2009 Hamilton football team, which is really good. So definitely go check that out. But other than that, other than that retrospective, we've just been focusing on getting ready for the 2020 season and started and start progressing week by week throughout the season. From what you've gathered from the coaches you've talked to and everybody else you've talked to, what, what excites you the most about this season? Well, I think, um, I think we've got, you know, with this time that we're in right now, it's very, it's a very, very unique time that we're in. And um, I'm just excited. You know, we have a lot of talented football teams around in the area. And it's just, you know, there are some teams on the up and coming. And um, a lot of teams in the city, you know, are, are getting better and better. And there's a lot of teams in the area. There's some area teams that are really established right now. It's just really seeing everybody put everything together and just um, – just getting out there to the games every single Friday and just watching everybody compete. And you found your game you're going to this week. You got cleared everything for um, Benton's first home game of the season. They're on the road last week and a Lincoln prep, a tough opponent in week one for them with Lincoln prep team. That's really had a good couple of last couple of years of really kind of getting that program, you know, going down there in Lincoln prep, but now Benton gets to come back home. That, and that's the game you're going to on Friday night, right? Yes, that's absolutely correct. Well, I think um, for a bit, and I, um, Coach Keaton and I, we talked um, on our, um, one of our preseason episodes, and um, we talked about, you know, them getting better and better and better. And um, you may not see it on the scoreboard, but they really are getting better and better. And I think um, even this game against Lincoln Prep on Friday, they were only down 17, 7 to nothing in the first quarter. and um, and that's really good against, a, like you said, a really talented Lincoln Prep football team who's got four or five D1 talented athletes on the team, a team that um, had one of their, if not the, their best season in school history. And um, they're going to be one of the best teams in the state. Again, there's just a lot of talent on that Lincoln Prep football team. And I was really impressed um, with the way Bitten really handled that. Um, they – they were able to move the ball in spurts, and um, they never quit. And that's the thing that really, really struck me about Benton. And then they have Pleasant Hill this week. They're also 0-1. They um, lost their football game to Boonville 25-20 to last week. So both these teams are going to be hungry. They're going to be itching to even their record at 1-1. One one. 
I know Benton's going to want to come out and get a big win at home going into next week's game where they have the north side south side showdown with Lafayette. Let's take a look at another game that you uh, have on your radar. We have, a, you know, one of the games we're looking at is uh, your old school, Central, off to a one and those start. Very good defensive showing, I thought, last week. Uh, shutting out Ruskin. It was 29-0. They're going on the road to North Kansas City this week. Um, thoughts on that one? Well, I think Central I think Central couldn't have asked for a better start to the season than um, to not only win, um, to break. They had an 11-game losing streak heading into this game. And um, – Really to get that monkey off the back, off their back, the first game of the season. It gives these kids, there's a lot of young kids on this football team, and we've seen a lot of them. And I really like their quarterback, Stone Wetlocker. I think he's a, he's a guy that I think could, could have some talent, you know, with more and more game experience. Um, he did have some game experience at the end of last year. And I think the more and more, the more reps he sees, the more quality competition. And there is going to be quality competition up and down that schedule. Every year in the Suburban League they play, there is quality competition. And North Kansas City this week is no exception. This is a team that went undefeated the last two seasons, heading into the last week of the season before losing to Raytown. And they got their that monkey off their back last week, too, by coming back from a 21-14 halftime deficit against the Raytown Blue Jays. And they did help hang on, and they did win that game 24 to 21. So this is a North Kansas City is a very talented football team, and I think the Indians are going to have to prepare in order to beat a football a quality football team like North Kansas City. Clifton, one other game we'll look at real quick. Um, Mid Buchanan, they went to the Class One state semifinals in back to back seasons. In my eyes, I think expectations are high again. They get most of their guys back again this year. They, they've had to replace a couple of guys here and there. But most of that core is still here one more season. They get Maysville. Maysville came off a pretty good showing against St. Joe Christian last week. But the, the Dragons, the, these last two years, maybe that first state run, that wasn't expected. They, I mean, they were coming off a one-win season. They do that that first year. That, last year, though, I think there was that expectation. Do you feel like that's there again this year for this group? Oh, absolutely. And uh, and Coach Fritz, I think, you know, he wants to take the next step, the next step, the next step. And um, they, um, you mentioned two years ago, they basically came out of nowhere and went to the state semifinals. And a lot of people thought maybe they could have won that game or maybe we should have won that game. And then last year they made the run to the semifinals, came up short, I think Coach Fritz and the guys, I think their goal this year is to make it to the state championship this year, if not win it. And um, you talked about this matchup this week. Um, Maysville and Midbuck, these are two teams that did, um, maybe not on the scoreboard, but basically they did the same thing. They basically went and hit their opponents right in the mouth from the outset. Maybe Maysville did the same, uh, did it to St. Joe Christian last week, 66 to 14. And then Mid Midbuck came and just bum rushed Princeton 41 to 6. Um, for Maysville, I think they're going to have to have that same kind of performance if they're going to beat a quality Midbuck football team. And I think those guys, the Wolverines, they're going to be hungry in practice this week. They're going to want to come out and they're going to want to get a statement win against a quality football team like Mid Buchanan. And as far as Mid-Buck is concerned, Mid-Buck, they want to get a big win against Maysville. They 
Then they got KCI play starting next week. They want to come in and they want to dominate just like they did last week. They want to come in, make a statement, because you know how the conference is. Um, they got some quality teams there. Um, Lathrop, um, I think Lathrop's going to be in better shape. Last week may not have seen they looked like it, but I think Lathrop's going to be in better shape throughout the season. Lawson's always real. Lawson's always real tough in that league. Um, one of my teams, I have an area team of the week and a city team of the week. The area team of the week for me this week was East Buchanan. I think they're going to be looking good heading towards this season. And Coach Ritter's got a great thing going on right now. So this league for Mid-Buck, they want to make this statement in this game against Maysville heading into league play. Coach, I'll get you out of here on this one right here. Um, you're going to Benton Friday night. What can people expect from you when you put out your content and everything, too? Well, I think um, people are going to expect um, really just a um, an in-person analysis of the game. Um, I want to try to do post-game interviews with the coaches and really just trying to see the competition that's out there. And um, as far as the podcast this week, we want to break down. We want to hit every part of our of our area, from the city to the region to Kansas to eight-man football. We want to have everything covered. We don't want to leave anybody out because there are a lot of teams in this area. You know that, and you know how difficult it can be yep. to keep up with every single one of them. So I want a, um, I want a product that um, – People can be proud of that, you know, they, they say, hey, you know, you're really passionate about what you do. You know, you do a good job. And um, I just want to make people proud. And, um, and last of all, I want to thank every single coach that has reached out to me and done an interview or given me an email back or given me a roster. And I want to thank all the people, all the, um, the mentorship in my corner that has really been in my corner throughout this whole thing. It's really kept me going. It's given me a lot of energy, really. They'll put in work. They'll put some heat on this podcast here for the next several weeks. It's going to be fun, and I'm really looking forward to it. We forgot one thing, though, Clifton. You haven't told us where we can find that podcast, Zach, because I've listened to it. It's a good one. Where can they find it? Well, you can find it on the um, Anchor app. Um, I have it on my um, Twitter page, which is at CliffNotes underscore pod. Is where you can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook, like page on it's the Cliff Notes Podcast. You can find me on Apple Podcasts. You can find me on Google Podcasts. You can find me on Spotify. All your um all your podcast apps, you can find me there. So there's pl plenty of ways to listen. Good stuff, my man. I'll be listening again after this week's and good luck to you. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for having me on, Chris.